Welcome to a long-awaited journey through the sands of time with my political friend. Um, he's a commentator on Fox News, Adam! <laughs> Dude, I'll take that fucking gig. <laughs> you want Fox News? No, not Fox News. But if they, if they asked me to like uh, do like those, like if they asked me to like be on it, I would go on for sure. C- CNN? I'd go on CNN too, for sure. Would you host it though? No, 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 no. The no. View? No, I would go on The View. You don't like it where everyone tested for COVID right after the their mid-show, like mid-show, like you don't get your results right afterwards or like mid-show, like, oh, two of you actually tested positive for COVID. And then they end up printing out an article saying it was just a hoax. They were just trying to do something to boost views. They actually tested negative. And it's like, good job. I don't believe just- that. I don't believe that for a second. What? They for sure tested positive. <laughs> they, they didn't. They tested negative. But the way that they said it was, um, it was supposed to be some type of like thing to spike up their ratings, which I'm not. I don't think the view would end up saying something like that, but I don't know. I don't know. It all seems shady to me, honestly. Would you prefer I introduce you? Like he's a stand-up comedian. He's got his microphone, but without the stand. So it's like, he's performing on stage. He's going to tell us a joke. Funny man. (laughs) Two Jews walking to, but no. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, a lot of, I mean, we, we did a recording and then that recording Zoom ended up messing up. So hopefully this one gets saved on here. But yeah, we never really talk about comedy when you're on the show and I you're know. a profound stand up comedian. You have found, you, you sign a bunch of people's heads. I do. Dicks, yes. balls. Do you really? Yeah. Well, do you just ask them to pull it out and they'll do it? It's already out. I don't have to ask. You know what? I was rewatching that old Scooby Doo movie and they had uh, those these guys i guess it's buffy the vampire slayer is who plays in the daphne version on the actual movie but a bunch of guys were like lifting their shirt up we got tattoos of you and then like show them and i've seen that in like a miley cyrus like reaction video where like people are freaking out over miley cyrus and i never got the hype i was like who would be like a 40 year old guy loving miley cyrus and then i listened to her songs and i got really into it and i was like i could see it yeah usually the answer is pedophiles though really pedophile Dude, anytime a young teenage <laughs> girl is is making a headway into fucking She's like in her like, 30s. No, you said before when she first started. No, I, I I was talking about like now. Oh, I thought you meant like when she was like Hannah Montana. I mean, two for the price of one? I don't know. Sure. You two for one stone. <laughs> no, I thought you were referencing like creepy old dudes. Like when she first was like a kid and they were like, I'm a Hannah Montana fan. It's like some 42 year old. I'm like, are you? <laughs> well, I think she's the best case of someone that has made it out of stardom at such a young age and not have anything completely wrong with her. No, but she's had her own like mental health things. Yeah, that, well, I mean, you're on the Disney channel. And no, I don't, but, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Doing, how like, heroin and shit. <laughs> dude, like I always think about that, like. To navigate stardom like that at like 17 years old, I would be dead. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. My 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 brain wouldn't be able to handle it. I, I could handle it now as like a thirty-five almost year old. You know well, what I'm saying? That's why they have those cases of like kids whose parents like don't let them ha- have their money until they're above the age of eighteen. I'm like, that's a good thing to do. But then eventually, you get some sl- like slimy, creepy, shadowy, I guess, uh, manager that comes up and goes, "You know, you have more money than your parents do, and they need you, right? So you can run the shots." And they're like, "Oh my god, I want a T Rex." And like, "No, son, you can't have a T Rex. I'm getting a fucking T Rex, or I'm gonna send you to Africa." 
you're like, oh my God. And then you realize the Twilight Zone. (laughs) Yeah. It's like then the power of the parents gone and now the child is running the show. Well, or you could get Macaulay Culkin parents and distill your money. Now, the worst thing out of Macaulay Culkin's uh, family is the fact that his brother was famous before he was, but nobody remembers what his brother was in. His brother was probably in one of the best movies of all time. Signs? Yes. Right, but Macaulay Culkin was way more famous before Signs came out, guy. I'm telling you now, it was the Signs first. I was watching Signs. I was like, that kid looks like Macaulay Culkin. And then I look hey, up his name and I see his last Home name. Home Alone came out in 94. Are you fucking crazy? What? Didn't Signs come out in like 2000? Right. So yeah. how would his older brother not be more famous than his younger brother? Because no one gave a shit about the first Home Alone. They only cared about the second one. When Donald Trump was in there and he was shaking hands. <laughs> What are you doing? He's in a lobby at a hotel. Well, where's the front desk? Right over there. Thanks, man. It's like this big, glorious moment. People called that a right wing movie because he was in it. But people are retarded. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they also made fun of the Joker, which I'm I'm not I I didn't know it got that bad reviews. Like, did you know they didn't get bad reviews? Woke, woke idiots uh, gave it. They called a right wing fucking like proud boy propaganda. And it's like, nah, it's the story of the Joker for, I don't know, since the forties, but that's (laughs) literally what stopped it from being nominated for like an, one one of those Emmys or Oscars. The the actors did, but not the movie. Hollywood is garbage. It's owned by China. (laughs) China's garbage too. They're they're on they're on the verge of fucking an econ- a serious economic collapse. I don't think so. No, their biggest okay, their biggest <laughs> bank is folding right now. That's why they just ban Bitcoin and stuff. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, I saw that they banned Bitcoin, but yeah. I think the most thing that's in focus right now is that there's a thing called red COVID. You ever hear about that? Is that Chinese COVID or the uh, Russian COVID? No, I thought it was Red Dawn when I saw it trending. I was like, oh, my God, is it like a, you know, being attacked? And then I looked it up and it was like, apparently more blue states are vaccinated than red states. So now they're like, the red states are going to kill us. So now it's like, now we mm. get to see the true divisiveness of like what this whole entire giant ploy of unvaxxed versus it's, vaccinated. It's so wild how this, I mean, I don't know how much we could say without getting pulled, but like, well, this is a fact, right? So the vaccine, a hundred, this is true. Don't no, say not it. Debatable. If it no. has to do anything with spread, don't say it. Ah, uh, well, I don't know how else to say this then. We're just gonna skip over that. We'll, we'll put a peg in it and come back. We'll circle back around. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Let me think about it. That's what I get nervous about, though. Hold is on, now let me think about it. the well, vaccine. This- Hold on, hold on. This yes. you think about it real quick. I'm gonna, this is important okay. to this conversation. So Texas, the governor has just now issued a thing against social medias trying to reduce conservative censorship, which is what we're dealing with when we say we can't talk about this, we can't say this, we have to try and find a way around it. The Texas governor has just spoken out about it, and they're trying to pass a bill that stops these things from using censorship on what they deem as censors. And I think people, like for me, for instance, censorship as content producers as we are, um, it's an issue because you, you, then you're limited on the things that you can say, which I think we're both pro freedom of speech. But I think it's just because the machine's fucked up. Like you didn't plan the algorithm correctly. Like you plan the algorithm to knock out certain keywords. And then the thing kept going and going and realizing that it's not actually taking harmful stuff out. Now it's just taking anything that just includes those words. You need to moderate and fix the algorithm machine. And it can't just be biased to your fucking narrative. Well, yeah, well, it always comes down to biasness, right, from the tech companies. I mean, they're in bed with the government. By the way, we veered off comedy immediately. I don't want to point out that was not my fault. That was your fault. <laughs> I can't fucking help it. Whenever you're on, I just think politics. <laughs> I just want to point out I was going down a comedy route, and you ve- now I'm going to go into politics. Because uh, I've yeah, seen so- more porcupine than I've seen of your comedy <laughs> shit. 
Come to a show. I'm fucking. We have. I have a. Lot, I have so many shows coming up. I never. Oh got a shit! Ticket. Wait a minute. How far are you from Fairfax? For real. Virginia. Nova Scotia. Oh, no, Virginia. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Um, probably like first two and a half hours away. <laughs> oh, all right. Why don't you uh, just do a do comedy it. show in Ocean City? I don't know anybody in Ocean City. I, you know me. I can get you. That's it. We'll get you on the boardwalk. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I'll perform for you and the Seagulls, bro. And the homeless little... guy's trying to stab me for my fucking shit joke that he does not gonna put like. a little tin cup out and just be like, hey, he's telling jokes, folks. Tin foil hat, tin and cup. He... If you tip him ten more dollars, he'll go political on you. Yeah, right. You guys <laughs> want to hear about my libertarian stuff? <laughs> no. So the vaccine doesn't help with the S P R. You know how to spell, spell the rest what of that the word? What the fuck did we just say? Like two I'm minutes ago. I'm not saying it. Okay. I'm saying you, I'm leading everybody down a path. Of what I'm trying to say. Yes. And we all know it doesn't help with that. And we also know it doesn't. Conspiratorial uh, lies. It, it all, we also know it doesn't actually stop you from getting it, right? So, the fact that people are saying the unvaccinated are killing, I was like, well, no. Hmm. In fact, most cases of COVID are with vax patients. Okay. Um, do you want to go back to the comedy thing? I just I don't feel comfortable. And I feel like the video is just going to get taken. No, down I, I didn't I say anything. That's a true statement, though. That's not. That's not a. Anything say anything not true. Well, how's it been since we last chatted? Uh, busy. busy, busy what? Guy. Comedy, comedy? No, nah, just uh, no. Uh, just podcasting and just life stuff. Just fucking, you know, running around with the wife and dog and shit like that. Trying to fucking writing jokes. Tr- trying to write jokes. I have a busy month of comedy coming up. It's probably a good thing to like. I've been trying to stay off social media and painting. Painting my ass off, man, making some fucking happy trees and some blurry ass mountains. But I'm having fun with it. And I think taking the break from the whole uh, social media endeavor, because I think at this point, everyone's starting to get really, really fed up with just the pol- political stuff. And I'm starting to see what Twitter's roots are, which is just nothing but politics. And it's really affecting, like, for instance, like, you know, Anthony Cumia. A lot of people fucking hate that guy. And I'm like, why? And they're like, did you not see all this stuff? And they start going off about like all this stuff. I'm like, but have you ever heard him talk? Have you ever looked into the things that he does when he talks about radio and broadcasting and doing a show and just joking around and having fun? It's like, isn't the whole point is just to be able to, you know, talk and not wor- they They worry about censorship probably more than anybody, but they're so big, it's hard to censor. Yeah, well, uh, Kumi has always been a fucking... Uh, edgelord like uh in a funny way i mean kumi is one of the funniest fucking motherfuckers out there who's a non-comic easily uh i mean i grew up on ona like like that's that's ona is one of the reasons that i got into comedy so Maybe, like any you prefer, do you prefer the like the dog room type thing that they do which is like kind of like a mosh pit of like jokes flying back and forth even if it might be hurtful to someone that you might be insulting even though you know it's comedy for instance like i wouldn't just make fun of you for something that you're wearing because that would just be mean. But then that's kind of how their whole thing runs on like a dog scrap. But yard. like that's how friends like that's how guy friends hang out. Like I've I've grew up that my way my whole life is busting your balls of people you love is like being like your fucking shirt's stupid. Thank you. Like, I do it with Neil every fucking time I see him. I don't know that that to me just I don't think I like I enjoy it. I just don't think I could be like involved in that. You know what yeah, I mean? But then, but then but there's a difference. You don't have to be involved. Like if you no, so if if, if you try to dish it out and then you get it back and you're like, I don't like it. Well then yeah, don't fuck around with us. But like, if if you just, if you just don't want to fuck, if you don't want to be involved and just like enjoy like a, you know, a laugh, then yeah, you can stay on the sidelines. No one's going to bust your balls. If you're just hanging out. 
like, now, uh, but if you're engaging, then yeah, for sure. Get ready for some shots your way. <laughs> but now translate that to social media. Okay. But the same pe- thing. The people that are bullied are now doing the bullying. Right. So like, no, you, wait, start, you, you, start, you start to see what it is like these used, like there used to be people that you knew that were like, oh shit, they had like, oh, I get it, what you're saying. there used to be people that you knew that had this sense of like, oh yeah, they're just kind of like, they're, they're a little bit rough jokers or they play some hard jokes. You know, they're kind of those types of people, but now it's like, you don't know who those people are. And now the people that are actually doing the worst amount of damage are the ones you wouldn't think would be those types. And now you're starting to realize that I think it, they're, they're kind of like disguise of like how you couldn't tell if somebody's crazy, like how I have a method of checking for a guest for the podcast to tell if they're insane or not, which is usually by like the glasses that they wear or their type of eyes that they have. Usually you can tell there's like this type of like, oh, she would murder you in your sleep or he would murder you. You know that type of vibe? Yeah. It's like a sixth sense. Yeah. The people, I get it. Yeah. Well, it's it's also interesting, like, it's always about politics. Fuck. But it's like. <laughs> we'll go back to comedy at one point. No, 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 but no, no, I just mean like kind of everything does circle around politics because like the people online who bully the loudest are usually the fucking self-proclaimed woke lefty people. And they're like the biggest bullies online. Yeah, I don't. I'm telling you uh, for sure, because I'm engaged in a lot of political shit because of what else I do. So like, you know, yeah, comedy is only half of it, but the other half is like I'm pretty involved in the Libertarian Party and stuff like that. So like I am involved in politics a lot. Dude, I just tweeted out. <laughs> this is this might piss people off, but I don't really care. Megan McCain quote tweeted her mother. No, Liz no. Cheney. I'm sorry. Wait, are you sure it wasn't Bush? I saw the thing, and you you, know, you commented she, fire symbols. You, no, that's what I'm getting to. So Megan McCain quote ch- tweeted Liz Cheney's picture of Bush, and Liz Cheney had, wrote something about Bush about he's like a good president, which isn't true, but like. What do you so, mean Bush wasn't a good president? <laughs> Bush was amazing. We did so many great things. We invaded a country for 20 years and we lost it two. all. Two. Two countries. <laughs> Even better. Double the price. <laughs> um, so Megan McCain retweeted Liz Cheney's tweet with a bunch of fire emojis. I quote tweeted her fire emoji tweet saying, um, why are you telling us what your dad sees? Because her dad's uh, probably in hell because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> and, you know, people are like, that's fucking dude. He murdered millions of people. He sacrificed thousands of American lives for literally he knew was alive. Literally, by the way, also, I was in Vietnam. Do you know he left his men behind in the POW camp? Oh, I know what I wanted to fucking talk to you about now. Fuck him. Anyway, God. JFK. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. We always talk about this and we're like, oh, we'll talk about it next episode. We're talking about this JFK. Who's in your mind? Who is probably the best president? Because I was listening to something with I Ronald mean, Reagan uh, this Calvin morning. Calvin Coolidge, honestly. Wow. Okay. Didn't think you're going to toss him. He named somebody that like fucking got a penny or a quarter or something. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, my, my, no, my, my, my second, he's probably the best, but my favorite is Teddy Roosevelt because he was a cool guy. He's like a badass. Yeah, he got one of his eyes uh, disconnected from boxing. Yeah, you know, he's a bad, he has, that picture of him riding a bull, uh, a bull moose is fucking sick. He was played <laughs> by Robin Williams in the Museum. Yes. But Ronald Reagan said Both that, dead. yeah. Ronald Reagan said that 
a, a temporary government is a permanent government. And I thought yes, that was, right. I think he got on the cusp of a lot of things. Now he did go batshit insane towards the ending. Like when he finally he got was a out of pres- president, but yeah. Yeah. Well, we, he got out of presidency. There's a story about his wife said he just came home from working at the office after he was president. He got a normal job. He came home and he had a, a like a, a, a white house that you would get in a fish tank and he had it in his hand. And she was like, what's that in your hand? He's like, this has something to do with me. Like, that's when he was slowly, like, fucking yeah, losing his shit. Crazy. But JFK. Illuminati? What? Like, come on. Not what Illuminati. are we talking about? No. Shout probably out the ma- no, probably the mafia the CIA. But he had a plan, Operation Northwoods, of blowing up an airline. No, he didn't. He actually stopped it. He actually, did, he actually said no to it. But they were going to blame it on Cuba. Yeah, well, it's called false flag operations. Hey, welcome to everything that's happened to us ever. <laughs> so why are these labeled as conspiracy theories when they're not? Because it, that's to get you off. That's to make this. So, OK, so the, the word conspiracy theory, theorist, that phrase conspiring theory. Yes, but it was <laughs> it was uh, it was actually um, kind of radicalized by the CIA in the 60s after the JFK assassination to uh throw people off the trail of truth to make them sound crazy so people would be like that's weird right like how did he die that way and people were, and they were like nah you're you're crazy that's conspiracy theorist you get shot by lee harvey oswald we figured it out already like you're crazy that's true it's just not that's not a conspiracy in itself you can look that up so like that's a thing that cia did to make you sound crazy and then it, it, it gets status and normie dumb fucks to also go along with it because all they have to do is radicalize your fellow friends and family, they don't have to do it. All they have to do is turn your fellow partner, uh, you know, brother, sister, wife, husband against you. And that's how they set everything off emotion. Well, if I was going to ask you, what have you noticed that you can't really unsee um, through the world of politics or through the world in general, that is like a way of keeping people divisive or kind of brainwashing you in a way. Like for instance, I started well, to notice COVID that- number one, that's okay. the quickest What's wrong with COVID? Well, I can't talk about it. Okay. The vax and unvax stuff. I mean, all of it. The, the closing of businesses down. It's not closing. I mean, it literally split a divide of people who are psychotic and normal thinking people. Do you think, like for me, what I've noticed is the words that people use. Um, there are certain key words, especially like if you can best see it probably when you're talking to someone that you really don't, that you know is not like intelligent in a way. Like maybe talk to me, for instance. Like eventually I start, I might insert some large words, but I know what those large words mean. But I think we've both been in conversations where you've heard people say something, but you know they don't know what the words are, but they're just throwing a lot of large words in a sentence to cover the fact that they don't fucking know. Why does lockdown and quarantine, they're the same exact thing, but one seen as a good act and one seen as a harmful act. I started to notice that everything that I'm seeing when I see CNN and CNN has to put black female killed. It's like, why do you got... I. I, I don't get it. The, 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 is the wording right in that? I don't think the wording's right in that. Or maybe I said it the correct way and it was actually written the wrong way, but the way they wrote it was female, black, whatever killed. And I was like, but why are you doing it that way? You're highlighting certain aspects that, you know, society is going to get outraged about quicker than actually listening to the full story. And it turns out that actually it, she, she was killed by a cop because she was trying to kill somebody else. And you start to realize like, you're not really, you're, you're clickbaiting. Is this just a factor of the media has made everything so clickbaity that now it's kind of fucked up every single thing following it now? And now we're getting the come up, come up and stuff or. Well, it has to do with that. 
has to do with ratings and media. Also, uh, every news company is owned by like the same four companies. So like every everything's the same. And Operation Mockingbird is a very real thing that happened in the fifties and still happens today. I mean, um, that's when the CIA infiltrated the media, the American media. And you know, I, I you I've heard reports of. The, what's the dude from CNN? The the main fucking the guy who runs it. I can't think of his fucking name now. Don't ask uh, me. Zimmer something, right? Whatever. That dude, like, apparently he gets on the phone every morning with someone in the CIA. He's like, what do we talk about? What's on the agenda? Not you, just him, but like Fox too. Like all of them. Like they all do it. Like so, for instance, like how many people? Like we saw Jim Brewer not too long ago come out, and everyone was giving him shit, saying the dude failed after half the inch people are talking shit on him he's not necessarily wrong i do think he did go a little bit to the extreme with it but i guess he's trying to uh, he kind of looked at the end rather than where we're at well how do you go to the extreme with it more like screaming and talking about you don't understand how fucking confused you all as soon as i see any video and every video that does involve this is one person who's taking a selfie way too fucking close where you see yeah, half I their goddamn it. nose and in their eye and they're saying you need to wake up wake up i'm like look i get what you're saying and i get what you're trying to i guess incite or talk about because this is an issue there are some things where i'm like why well, how can you not fucking see this am i am i controlled because i can see it clearly but then a lot of people are going, what are you fucking talking about? And I'm like, what? Like Bohemian Grove. I've talked to many people about that. And they're all like, what are you fucking talking about? And it's like, am I like, am I in some other dimension? You guys are in a different one. But you start to realize, like, I just think it needs to be done properly. You can't tell people that they're fucking stupid. They need to wake up. And you can't say that people are conspiracy theorists. You need to find a happy middle ground, which is just letting people express yeah. themselves and then talking about these situations that occur. I think a lot. It's I think from Brewer's perspective, it's probably frustration. Yeah, I get it too because you have guys like him, me, you, who this whole time again. I gotta be careful what I say, but like this whole fucking time, we've I've been like, am I the only one seeing this? Like you just look around, you go, but like this is bullshit. That's bullshit. That's a lie. That's not true. That's a lie. Now we don't have stores. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it literally goes like that. I, I Dude, the, the minute they said, we have to go into two weeks, I said, we're fucked. We are fucked. 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 I knew it the second. The second they said we're, shut, we're shutting shit down, I was like, this is the Patriot Act part two. This is 9-11 part two. I, I called it as my fucking wife. I said it together on my living room floor with her watching the fucking news. I looked over. I was like, we're fucked. This is this is 9-11 part two for us. That's all it is. I was kind of like when you saw those rioters in Staten Island that were protesting the whole. I think we're seeing that everywhere now. Like, it's not just our nation. Don't bring up my doing. home place of trash. Well, I'm just I'm saying it's not, the, <laughs> it's not the only place that's protesting over this stuff. It's a lot of people that are protesting. A lot of people are standing their ground on it. And then it seems like the people like Fauci, where you couldn't even talk about the, the lab for so long. And now you can. And it's being looked to. It was proven to lie. And then what did. That's what, what did, I think about him. He should be fucking. But what did Saki say? <laughs> Saki was like, no, we don't have any plans for he, he's a scientist. So if he was wrong, he was wrong. We just moved past it from there. I'm like, yo, but he just threw the whole fucking world into this more divisiveness is what I'm seeing now. And I think the only solution is by maybe dominating the media market as people. We need to liberate that and make that an open platform for all. Like the thing best I like about Anthony Cumia is that he knew he doesn't hide behind a paywall. 
Everything he does is on his own. It's his own network, its own everything. So he could say whatever the hell he wants. Same thing with Alex Jones. Now, do I think he's right on everything he says? Not really. But I think he has a good point in the fact that he can say whatever the fuck he has to want to say, because you're starting to see more now with people that have a platform or people that are monetized or all these types of things compared to someone who isn't someone who isn't who's doing their say me and you just started a podcast right now. We fucking should. We should. We really should. But me and you just started a brand new podcast and we just came out and we were saying a bunch of crazy shit and we didn't care if the video got taken down. Now, compare that freedom of thought and freedom of talking. to now you're getting paid. And now you're on a platform that is now you have a lot of subscribers, say 200,000. Now try to say what you've originally been saying in the beginning. You have a little bit of stop to you because you don't want to lose the fact that you built this thing up. So it's kind of like, I get it. It's their platform. But I also think with the YouTube creators and everything like that, this governor that of Texas that is now trying to get this bill and trying to stop all these regulations on these social networks, it's going to awaken a lot of people onto like, yeah. We have the news that spouts out so much fake information and so much bullshit where everything they've said during this pandemic has been backpedaled on. If they're not taken down, then you should give the free platform for people to say what they want and hope to God that the people that you've already manipulated into believing everything that you say don't believe everything that they say, but they've tried to decipher for themselves now. Because I think if you have flat earthers on the fucking news, just like fucking whatever, uh, the regular news, now you're disabling what the news is, and now you're making it an even playing field. Because at this point, I can't see of taking away their power and having nothing, and I can't see them raising a flat earther's power to have everything. You know what I mean? Well, again, people are either not going to want to admit it, they're going to call me fucking whatever, but like the truth of the matter is this is an attack on all of our rights. This whole COVID, like COVID's real, but everything around it's fake. Does that make sense? Yeah, but you can't say that. Yes, I can. I, yes, I absolutely can. I said COVID's <laughs> fucking real. Yes, I did. I said COVID's real. Everything around it is uh, fucking bullshit. I, can't I know, say that. I know, but here, see. I, I can say the lockdowns are bullshit. I've been saying it on my podcast. I've been saying on Cold I've been saying on fucking Thousand Podcast. I can say that all day I want. But, everything around it's fucking bullshit. But, everything around it. The lockdowns, the fucking store closures, the people, the fucking people, just, the government giving out our fucking money to everybody. It's all bullshit. It's all to do what they fucking want. I think you just need to run for president and let me be your vice president and be able to moderate what you're because here's the thing is as soon as you job, as soon as you start saying that, like people don't fucking understand as soon as you even say those words, I got to be like, hey, Adam, we can't say that because now people are going to start thinking that you think you have more power than them. And even though that necessarily may be true, you're going to lose half your viewership because a lot of the people don't want to hear that you have more power than them. It's kind of like like when you start like if you just go off, which you will in this show, you will end up saying something going off a tangent. I'm just going to be like, you can't say that. And then you're like, why not? And it, you're going to and then I'll explain it better, but it has to be a spur of the moment type thing because you say a lot of important things and you're right about it. I agree with you probably most of it. Like, I mean, I don't th I don't think that we've had anything. I really disagree. I think we both basically side on a lot of the same things, but there is some stuff that it's got to be adaptable to everyone. And I don't think that's a platform that a lot of people understand the other sides of. And I don't know if that's a perspective thing, but it's so hard because even when I tweet something, I'm like, oh, someone's going to take it this fucking way, even if it's a funny joke. And you start to realize you can't say that anymore. So it's kind of like a risk or reward type factor. You're going to get more likes or you're going to get more dislikes. And then I just, I look at it like, I think anybody should be able to say what they want. But the fact that you're limiting people's speech, you're now causing all these people where we start getting sides like vaxxers and anti-vaxxers. I, you talk to a vaxxer, say, what do you got against people who don't want to get the vaccine? Well, they're all fucking microchip idiots. Okay, not all of them are like that, though. 
Okay, let's talk to the anti-vaxxers. What do you think is in the fucking, why won't you get the vaccine? Are you a vaccine? You're a Karen, aren't you? Well, you tell me to put my fucking mask. It's like, no, just where's the middle ground? God damn it. Can anybody just agree that the moon landing was fake? Thank you. That's all I fucking want. I uh, I have a friend of mine who I know him for a little bit, and uh, she's actually dating a good friend of mine. So there's like a lot of elements to this. But uh, Joe Biden on uh, Facebook the other day, he had some posts about like taxing the rich. And I just wrote, Jesus, this guy sucks. <laughs> you know. And then my very woke liberal friend who never read a book about economics, never read a book about government, like these people for the most part. And I mean, even on the right side, like right wing included. They just have what they've been told. And just spew out their agenda bullshit. They've never looked into it. So she went, why does he suck? Question. Why does he suck? I don't know. A thousand reasons why he sucks. But for this particular reason, she goes, why does he suck? Because he wants to tax the rich more. She goes, yeah, well, then things like public schools and hospitals would close forever. And she's like, it's, an, it's a necessary evil, but it's an evil that we need society to stay afloat. She thinks taxes need to be a thing for society to stay afloat. Like, that's the furthest thing from the truth. So I drove back. It's hundred percent false. I go, first of all, public schools are abomination and they should be abolished. hundred percent. Public schools are atrocious. The money should not go to public schools. They should go to the families, if anything, which I'm against any public money. But if it has to, if I have to pick, I'd rather go to the families, not the fucking schools because the schools are trash. Secondly, private hospitals are run about a thousand times better than most, again, most city hospitals, most, most, like a lot of them. Um, Private companies have shown time and time again that they do a better job mitigating and have uh, a reason and incentive to do a good job over government. Uh, also, the rich already pay over 50% of our taxes, and I think they shouldn't have to pay anything. But I don't think any of us should pay anything. But they already pay 50% over uh, most of the country's taxes. Again, these people don't read a fucking book. Like, I go, go read Basic Economics by Thomas Sowell. Go, go read Economics in One Lesson by uh, Henry Hazlitt. Like, these are very easy books that people should fucking read go read anatomy of the state by murray rothbard it's 60 fucking pages first off what's wrong with biden <laughs> you don't like what's his wrong with you don't like his popcorn speech i thought his popcorn speech was really good where he talked about he has hairy legs dude my favorite clips of all time are like the ones that get mushed together of uh of them like uh, president biden why did you bomb that caravan of children and then it's the cut to him of being like Hold an ice cream cone being like, it's chocolate, chocolate chip. <laughs> There's um, the, don't you remember the girl that accused Biden of a Me Too movement? Her name yeah, was Tara T Reed. Yeah. And then, you know, who was one of her biggest supporters? Monica Lewinsky. Nope. <laughs> no. Who? Kamala Harris. Oh, right. That's right. She but, called him a she called him a ra racist, too. But she was brave enough to put those differences aside and become his vice president. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's a little bit strange, too. You know what I mean? No, it's disgusting, and these people should be fucking. Well, I can't say that. These people shouldn't be where they are. You know, it's it's fucking. They're, they're like they're really like that's what I'm saying. Like there is really evil in the world, and it's not always like the serial killer. You know what I'm saying? Like that's real evil, but like that's also real evil. Like what they're doing is real evil. Well, and, like it, I'll die on this hill. 
Do you think that it would just be better if we had a president that would just like be 100 percent honest with us and just say, I don't know? Like I thought about this, like if I was president, would I just go up and I would let everyone know like there is an Illuminati, even if I got shot on front of camera in front of everybody, I would just like Iron Man it. I'd walk in and be like, everybody, can we just get on the floor real quick? Just on the floor, just on the floor, get on the floor and go, there is a fucking Illuminati. We're all kind of fucked and we're all in this systematic simulation that is going to keep on going and going and repeating and repeating and making our lives hell. And then I think I would get shot and then a bunch of people would wake up to the fact that there is a some type of system that is going on that doesn't really want Dude, to I, I, I gotta be honest with you man I after seeing what I see in the last two years I don't think there's anything in the world that could be shown to people to make them fucking fully understand sure sure there is no there's not no dude there's, talk there's about really it on a podcast if, if you if you haven't gotten it by now I don't know what it's going to take. I really don't. Like an alien, an alien attack. Like, what's it going to be? Like, I don't understand. Like, what, what's it going to take for you to realize, like, this is a fucking a scam? Well, like, it's a hologram. I'm talking to plenty of people that, like, you know, do the alien research and the UAP. Re- what do you think that's government tech? I'm in the belief that it's government tech. I think they modified alien tech to make it more government tech. Dude, I don't even fucking know. I mean, you read about Project Bluebeam and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, like, but then I, I, who hasn't seen some weird shit? Like, and then there's also so many stories that are just kind of undeniable in a ways. You know, I mean, everything could be denied. But, I mean, like, you know, where you hear, like, I don't know, dude, that sounds too real to be made up. Well, what do you think the next 50 years is going to hold? Dude, I, I mean, I truly... Because we're seeing the disconnect with people. The, the, the disconnect has been building over generations upon generations. I'm just thinking it's going to get to a point where every system is set up that you're going to have robots at home that will teach for you, uh, mostly because we're having Tesla's a, building that robot. Yeah, well, this is what my theory goes into is that the, the robot is based on an algorithm that learns. So whatever you show it, it's going to learn. Mm-hmm. So if I just have it sit next to you all day, it would probably end up developing libertarian views and then have these political points or these certain things where it might be aggressive towards some people that really can't understand some things. It would kind of develop your personality in a type of way. Not that you're aggressive, like, but that, like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, like you're, uh, for instance, like for dog training, like if you're yelling at sports at the TV all day, your dog kind of festers that in. It's like Bill Burr's joke where he talks yes. about. Yeah. So that would happen with your robot as well too. I think eventually it's just going to get to a point where like my Walmart just remodeled to expand their online shopping because more people are doing online shopping. Now, when is it going to start being the factor, which we've seen during the pandemic that now online shopping is the only shopping and there is no going to the store. And now we don't even have the products in the store anymore. We actually order those based on the mass consumption of people that make the orders online which is not that far off from what we've kind of started to see. I've slowly started to see the phasing out of going to actual stores to get a product. It's like, yeah, I want that thing in the window. Uh, That's not, we don't have that on stock. You're going to have to order that online. It'll be shipped to your house in two to three weeks. And it's like, well, what, why do you have it in the window then? Can I just get the one in the window? No, 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 no. Those are for display in case anybody walks by the stores driving around town. Not a lot of people leave their cars, man. Why are you outside of your car? Get back in your home. What are you doing outside of your property? I'm like, (gasps) Well, do you see Australia right now, dude? Yeah. Don't forget, it's for your safety. They're beating the shit out of you and choking you and throwing tear gas in your face and hitting you with fucking police horses and batons for your safety. Don't forget. Yeah. As long as it's for safety. <laughs> By the way, 
you brought up Alex Jones before. <laughs> I mean this. I when? mean this. <laughs> I mean this uh, wholeheartedly. He's been right. Yeah. So much. I know. And people will still call him crazy. And it's like, okay, because he had Sandy Hook kind of wrong. Okay. Well, what about all the other shit? And he okay. apologized for that. Here's the part where we start saying you can't say that because you can't say kind of wrong. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. I, well, you know, let me get a chance to explain myself. I mean, like, I think all mass shootings are like false flags. So those kids are fucking unfortunately got murdered. But like, I don't think the narrative is true. You think that the government paid somebody to do that? Not, and uh, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, this is this is this is where it gets. I guess you want to say that again the word conspiratorial. Well, to rationalize what you're probably going okay, to say, do you remember? I, no, hold on. You, you, well, see, I want to add this to your point. I want to. Well, add I have to, to preface point. it with this even before you even go down this point. Okay. You were younger. You're younger than me. I'm 46. <laughs> How old were you during Sandy Hook? When did Sandy Hook happen? Uh, like 2011 or something. 10 years ago. So I was probably like 16. Okay. So you're, 12. You're kind of old enough, but I was like an adult. I was like 20, like 23, 24, around there, 25. And I watched that shit live, the, the footage live. I was watching it in my house. And there's helicopter footage. And they were chasing this guy through the woods yep. behind the school. And they caught him. And I even remember hearing the police radio because this was available at the time. It's pulled now. You can't find it. But at the time, you heard police radio chatter being like, he's running to the back. He's in all black. I'm circling around. They got him. There's pictures of that guy in like kind of like a black, not like a trench coat, but like a black kind of like a unmarked military coat kind of looking thing. And he was front cuffed sitting in an unmarked police car and they drove away with him and they've never talked about it again. So I was going to preface that with this, which was that the fact that the government probably created the Unabomber, um, that kid had been experimented on since he was a young yes. child and locked. In He's also institute. a genius. You ever read a shit? Yeah, but can't say that either because then yeah. people get mad. You're saying the Unabomber's a genius. It's like, well, he is. okay. <laughs> I'm not comparing my perspective with your perspective. I'm comparing what the people are going to hear on the basis. No, no, like he went to you Harvard, know, YouTube like he lets like you legitimate, take, like, well, you know, actual, YouTube, like YouTube lets you take clips of videos now for yourself. So you don't have to be the creator of the video. You can just watch the video and then choose to clip out certain things. So now I don't know where the hell that goes. That's going to eventually get taken a bunch of people out of context for some apparent fucking reason, but you can do that now. It's called clip. If you look on YouTube now, instead of like share all that type of yeah, stuff, yeah. there's now a clip part for it. So that's going to be fun and interesting to see how things get mashed up. But there is like in my mind and I've read MK Ultra and a lot of people say that's a conspiracy theory, but no, I, I was talking to I was in a space on Twitter, which you can be in these spaces for people listening. And what happens? I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm talking to you, Adam. It's just me and you. Huh? This is probably get lost in the ether like the other one. No, I'm just kidding. But 
uh, with uh, the UFO tw- oh, Twitter space, I was in a thing. And my issue with UFO Twitter is that a lot of people involved in this community tend to say a bunch of things and they're trying to not say the person's name or say certain accounts where they go, well, I can just say from a friend who knew this thing, had this happen, he worked in this sector of this. I'm like, you're not giving any details to make the story true. It really sounds kind of crazy. And a guy who did the Skinwalker Ranch documentary came in and he said, I understand that you don't want like there's a a farming a farming couple that found UFO tech or something like that and they invited the news to come get it then last minute they canceled when the news was like at their door we don't want to talk to you guys so either someone in the government came up to them and said something to them or something happened where they were like I don't want this to ruin my whole entire life I don't want to do this he goes I understand that point but the issue I have is just like Snowden there's someone out there that's willing to put their reputation because they have none and lose it all. So now you're saying that nobody can find somebody who would lose their reputation with all this government shit, all this conspiracy shit. It's hard to believe that one person has not came out and fucking. And I got to tell you this, man, I was watching the news. uh, I think it was like last week and fucking Dan Crenshaw came up and I've never in my fucking life seen more of a movie plot where I thought I was watching a goddamn sci-fi film. When you see a man with a fucking eye patch on our news telling us about legislation, I'm like, well, like I just had this subtle like outburst gut laugh where i was just laughing so fucking hard and everyone's like what's so fucking funny about what he's saying about this murder that happened i'm like because he's a fucking he's a villain basically from a movie and not even that why did everyone during this pandemic or during this last couple of weeks become a fucking detective over a missing influencer how many thousands of people go missing a goddamn day Every day in this country, well, not even hot. in this country, all over yeah. the world. But everyone's like, she's an influencer. I, I will challenge any motherfucker out there. Do you know what she was an influencer for? Nah, I never Neither do I. I've never even seen that fucking face before. Same. Uh, yeah, it's horrible that a- that happened, but I just hate the way that people act with it. It pisses I, me off. Dude, I like, commented. Oh. Yeah, you're right. I commented on this recently about like uh, true crime junkies. I think they're fucking garbage people. And I don't mean like people who like just like listen to true crime podcast stuff. I mean, like these people who are so into it that they start to like investigate themselves because like to them, like they they don't really see the victim. They see like a fun thing for them to do. I'm like, that's a very dead person. That's very dead. And their family will never get that person back. And this is like a game to you almost. We're like, and they'll be like, no, I want to address this. I'm like, yeah, nah, you want to be like, I help solve the case. You don't really give a fuck. Well, there's a difference between sharing and liking something when it's trying to get the message out there when it comes to a factor of someone who's dying from cancer and has a GoFundMe that you're trying to raise them money for. But now this is a different way they try to translate it, which was sharing this a case that's going on where it's like a bunch of people speculating about where she might be or who might have done it or what is this or what is that. And I don't think that's right. And I think that's actually really fucked up that people are doing that because it is hindering an investigation and it is messing with something that they don't really care about, but they want to seem like a good person. That's right. a false it's flag. Signaling. It's yeah. bullshit. It's, I, it's so, especially like my past life and my past job and all that stuff. And it's like, I've seen a lot of that shit, man. And it's like, it's not fucking fun. It's not fucking cool. Like, it's not like some fun hobby to do. Like, it's fucking, that's someone like you're dead. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no coming back. So like, like, yeah, it's, oh, I listen to fucking, you know, Dear John. I listen to all these true crime podcasts and I fucking want to have it's like it's like, no, you think it's fun and you, you get a thrill from it. But that's a dead person. 
and they're fucking dead and they're not coming back. And like, you don't really care because you'll move on in seven months when the next fucking uh, missing hiker comes along that's dead that you want to fucking latch on to. Well, just like like the Ted Kaczynski thing with the brainwashing of the government. Aren't we all just fucking sheep and brainwashed right now? Because we're living in a society where if you start to think differently, you're known as the outcast and you're known as the conspiracy person where I'm looking at these things. I'm like, how many of these are going to be conspiracies? And then when they do become out to be true, then people still don't acknowledge it. And they just keep going with whatever information that gets posted. Well, they're the real sheep, right? Yeah, but are they? I, I get it, but they're the majority now. There's nobody that has critical thought. I don't know if they're the majority or they're the silent minority. I don't know because I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm, not vocal I mean I'm sorry, vocal minority. Maybe so. I mean, maybe that is a thing, but you know, we see a lot of things that end up getting posted about. And like I've used your example multiple times of when you talked about how many people see the headline and not the retraction. Yeah. A lot of people see that headline, and I've seen a lot of people get a lot of information wrong and then say, Oh, sorry, I guess I was wrong. But I don't see that get retweeted. I see more people that see the headline about things, which I think is important for us to keep in mind when it comes to algorithms canceling misinformation and stuff like that. But I think it needs to be directed more towards people that have a giant ass platform. And I think this is where the governor came in with that bill about censorship and issues like that, because they're silencing people that aren't necessarily conservatives and don't side with those viewpoints. I think at this point now, the only way to fix it is by liberating these social networks and making them have confined just abilities to the fact of you cannot censor people's speech on anything. doesn't matter if it doesn't fit your narrative. I get it. It's your platform. But at this point, it's become too big and it's dominated the market too much where it's literally brainwashing people. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like, as a, especially as a libertarian, as an ANCAP libertarian you go well i don't like the law governing you know private enterprises and even like again even though i'm 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 for what his message the governor's you know doing it's like oh that'd be a hypocrite at the same time it's fucking uh you're right it's like a public sector now it's not really a it is a private company but like not really it's just like just like electric companies are but they're not really private you know I want to read this because this is trending right now. So apparently there's a trending hashtag on Twitter right now, which is spam. Dozens of Massachusetts state police troopers resigning over COVID vaccine mandate. Good. So, I mean, when when does the line get drawn or when does this type of thing start to go where we start to realize there's just like this giant divide that's going to start happening? I mean, more people are shaming these troopers than anything. Of course. I don't see a lot of positive things happening. Of course, because it's Twitter and they're only going to be uh, left-wing comments. But here's the thing, dude. It's going to take... This is going to lead to eventual violence. You you know, like there's only... I only see this going down one route. Violent. I'm sure... Okay, hold on. So uh, speaking of Reagan, a uh, judge will lift all restrictions on John Hinckley Jr. next year if the shooter of President Ronald Reagan remains mentally stable. Oh, who gives a fuck? You don't like Reagan? No. I'm trying to find the fucking the governor of Texas that was trying to pass that bill. Abbott. Yeah, no, I mean, but it was trending on Twitter like a minute ago, so unless they took it off. possible but like the thing again i'm i'm as fucking uh i'm not pro cop because i think the cops are a tool for the government and all laws aren't just but they vow to keep up uphold all laws so you know and again dumb right-wingers 
fucking they love the cops, blue lives matter, all that shit. And I'm like, yeah, who locked you up when you fucking opened your businesses during COVID, though? The politicians? <laughs> no, the fucking police did. You know, it's like the, the, the police were supposed to be there to protect the Constitution and protect the law and protect the citizens, not do as governors tell them to do. So when these fucking scumbags want to enforce just personal law and personal mandates and not actual the Constitution, then, yeah, I don't see you as a fucking fellow countryman. I see you as a fucking tool of the state. OK, so this is what just and this is on for people listening. This is govtext.gov. Um, Governor Abbott signs law. Uh, protecting Texans from wrongful social media censorship. Governor Greg Abbott today signed House Bill 20 into law, which protects Texans from wrongful censorship on social media platforms. The governor was joined for the bill signing by Senators Brian Hughes and Representative Briscoe Kane, the bill's authors, as well as the senators. And he says, we will always defend the freedom of speech in Texas, which is why I'm proud to sign the House 20 into law to protect First Amendment rights in the Lone Star State, said Governor Abbott. Social media websites have become our modern day public square. They are a place for healthy public debate where information should be able to flow freely. But there is a dangerous movement by social media companies to silence conservative viewpoints and ideas. That is wrong, and we will not allow it in Texas. I thank Senator Brian Hughes, and then he names the people for signing the 20 into office. So the House Bill 20 prevents social media companies with more than 50 million monthly users banning users simply based on their political viewpoints. The law also requires several consumer protection disclosures and processes related to content management on the social media sites to which the bill applies. These sites must disclose their content management and moderation policies and implement a, com a complaint and appeal process for content they remove, providing a reason for the removal and review of their decision. They also must review and remove illegal content within 48 hours. House Bill 20 also prohibits email service providers from impeding the transmission of email messages based on content. Well, there was something really sketchy with all iPhones where they all updated, um, where you needed to force an update to your phone to be able to continue to use the phone that you purchased for, mm -hmm. um, or it would just slowly get slower. But what they do now is it's stopping apps from tracking you, even though you've said that you cannot track me. So your phone will shut down an app midst of it using it just because they're trying to yeah. track you. They're trying to find ways to do it. Even if you've already said, I don't want you do not have the consent to track me, they will still wait and then they will still try and track you. Even though you said, no, you don't have my permission to. They're forcibly doing things now, which I think a lot of people don't really give a shit about because they'll still use their phone anyway. But I see that as a worry because at this point, how many things in our history have happened to us that we really didn't know about? And then when we found out about, we got mad at first and then we just let it go. Everyone at this point, I think, understands that, yeah, they can track you now. Nobody really gives a shit when not even two years ago when that social dilemma or whatever the fuck that thing came out, everyone was losing their goddamn mind. That was a good movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. I thought you meant the social no, the documentary. The documentary. Oh, yeah, that thing, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are both good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, there's no way around it. We're all fucked. Uh, we all have a digital footprint. So that's that's there forever. It doesn't matter now. It's like it's like there's no stopping it now. It really isn't. Well, there's got to be a way to fix it. I don't think so. There's got to be a way that it doesn't end up in hearing on many other things when it comes to a factor of being able just to tell if someone's a real piece of shit or not. I mean, there shouldn't be giant things where there's like no racism here or all these types of things. Like, but where obviously everyone is not for racism. Like, I don't understand this most concept. People, that, most people, most that, people, are this, racist. Is a, this is a, this is a bullshit narrative being pushed to about how, no, no, most people aren't racist. Oh. This is the, this is the bullshit narrative being pushed to. It's like America's the most racist. It's like, no, we're not. 
we're probably the one of the mo- least racist countries in the fucking planet easily. And uh, this bullshit, like, there's like seven people in the KKK. It's, it's, it's non-existent. It doesn't exist anymore. It exists, but there's like fucking no one. It's a joke. If you saw the KKK walking the street, you'd be like, what the fuck is this nonsense? Like, no one takes them seriously. They're not a threat. There's no fucking, it's bullshit. Like, there, of course, there's racism, but it's not this fucking narrative that they're trying to push where, like, you know, uh, again, I mean, th- I don't know. I want to be careful what I want to say. I just think it gets to this point where if you start saying that, like, and I, I, I don't think there is a lot, but I, I don't know because then people say, well, you're white. You don't know what racism is. And I'm like, there's white racism, too. There's plenty no, no, of people. Ra- see, that's the thing. So, don't even say that. Racism just means you hate someone on the basis of their skin color. That's it. So if someone hates you because you're white, that's racist. There's no white racism or reverse racism. This is racism. That's racist. Well, <laughs> that's so it. this brings back to the point I was going to mention before, which was about I was listening to a lot of older Joe Rogans. It kind of goes back to a little bit of Alex Jones, for instance. I was listening to something he said like over a year and a half ago, and he said China owned Hollywood. Well, China, didn't John Cena apologize in Mandarin to the people of China for what he said about Taiwan? So he was right about that as well, too. But yes. then Yaomi Park, the North Korean defector lady, she said something that was very interesting. And I think a lot of people took a clip of it of when she said that there's more racism or not racism. There's more um, divisiveness and anger, hatred here, just like it was in North Korea, that there really wasn't a different. Actually, it was worse. But she brought up a certain scenario that I wanted to highlight, which was that she was in the street, I think in New York or something like that and she got mugged by three little girls now these girls were of black ethnicity and she was screaming at them stop you're robbing me thieves 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 everyone circled around them and then called her racist even though she just got mugged and it was like what and she's asian so she was like what like i what do you she did barely speaks english that well and she was trying to scream thief 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 and these people someone spit on her and hit her and had her let go of her purse, and this girl ran off with her stuff. Now, she even talked about, she goes, in North Korea, there's a difference. If somebody tries to rob you in North Korea, everybody jumps in and helps you because they don't want that. They want to get that person away from you. They don't beat that person up. They just stop the interaction. They stop everything. They come in and they'll help you out. She goes, this is how it's worse than North Korea. North Korea is a place where people are literally starving to death, where their organs are coming out of their backside and dogs are literally waiting for them to die. But that's because of government. That's not because of the people. It's because of government, right? So the what the government did here is turn us against it, which again is worse. The government turning us against each other is worse than the government just taking over in a way because it, it because there's no unity. There's nothing to fight against. You're fighting against each other. And also, that's the thing. That's, that's the other thing, too, that I'm really sick when you're like a Sweden or a Swedish person would be like, America has race problem. I'm like, you're all white. Shut the fuck up. Like, you don't know what it's like here. Like, we are unique as a country where – these other countries, you all have one fucking, for the most part, one race. So your guys' differences isn't like, there's no cultural differences. It, it's just like, oh, oh you're, you, you're a brunette, oh, I'm blonde. Like, this is their differences. Like here, it's like, oh, we're vast differences in cultures clashing into one thing, right? That's one thing. Two, government divides us. So instead, you have her being robbed of the street. And then the news will turn around, ignore that, and then say white people are racist against Asians. When in reality, okay, remember the stop Asian hate hashtag going around for like yeah. a, 
Remember how it died almost instantly? Yeah. You want to know what the truth behind it? Because the narrative was white people are beating up Asian people unwarrantedly, right? And then when you broke down the numbers, 85 to 90% of the crimes were black on Asian crime. Yeah, that's why I saw a person that was saying this is why white people need to stop or white people need to, you know, they need to be stopped or something like that. And they posted the video of the guy that literally brought his foot up to a lady's face and kicked her like in the head in the middle of the fucking street in front of a store. And Mm -hmm. I think it was trending for a little while. Then they figured out they got an actual photo of the guy and he actually wasn't white at all. And then the person that I saw post that took it down. Mm -hmm. And you start to realize that like. I think if it fits your perspective or your whatever you're kind of brainwashed to. And here's the thing is what I want to try and do is I'm not out here to try and fix the fucking world. I'm really not. But I'm trying to make it to where a lot of these things that we talk about, we don't get looked at as insane or crazy fucking people. And this can't be possibly true. If I can sit there and listen to someone else's perspective that necessarily thinks that all white people need to suffer for everything they've ever done, then why can't they listen to mine? You start to see that there's got to be some type of way to fix this, to have a common discourse. I feel like in another timeline, politics isn't this divisive. And I think the only reason people got interested in politics in the past year and a half was because fucking sports was gone for so long. Nobody had sport. It used to be sports fighting. Now it's fucking political shit. And now it's hard to get those people back in. Really? The whole Trump shit kicked it off, I would say. You're a Trump fan. No. Uh, 2016, I would say, would be that's 15-ish, really. But that's when it all really flip the fuck yeah but you start to see we're getting to this point where people are not really caring about certain things anymore i mean more people that i would say that wouldn't say certain things because they don't want to be labeled as racist stopped giving a fuck about being called a racist you know because you have to because you can't you can't so it's that thing of like uh no i'm not gonna let you dictate what i am right so i'm again i'm a pretty outspoken ancap libertarian i'm a mises caucus libertarian dude I get called a Nazi all the fucking time by left-wingers. I also get called a fucking gay soy boy cuck by right-wingers. So it's like, you know, because I'm like, the cops are bad. And they're like, what are you fucking, fucking pussy? I'm like, yep. <laughs> totally. Because I hate war. <laughs> fucking pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it, it, I get it both ways. It doesn't really matter. Well, from but your like, eye, from your eyes, what's the left's point of view? Like, what what is their whole narrative? To me? Yeah. Uh, wait, so wait, you're asking me what the left thinks of me? And like, no, what's the left's narrative in general? I think the well, I think the prog- I think the progressive left took over the narrative. Okay, but like for me, what I would describe it as like the left is the left just want everything to be changed. They're seeing a giant, evil, corrupt world filled with racism and spite, and every single no, person. No, I think they don't really. I think, no, I think the establishment doesn't really believe that. I think they tricked their followers into believing that. I think they just want power. And I think a way to their power, they took the route of social stuff instead of money. Like the right went more money. They went more social. That's it. Okay. And then what, what's the, uh, so the right is more con is conservative different or is it the exact same? Cause they no, it's, it's so like small C, big C, it's like big C conservative means like Republican party or the conservative party. Small C conservative means like you might like you Robbie might have conservative values, but you don't align with the party or something like that. So like, yes. So the conservative leanings, of course, usually like small, but this isn't true, obviously, because they don't they don't follow what they believe. But like they're supposed to believe in small government, little spending, uh, you know, family unit stuff, like strong family unit, like that's their whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But they, you know, Trump spent the most money than any of the president of the world and in the world and in our history. 
and uh, they expanded government and they banned like bump stocks. So like it's they're full shit. You know what I'm saying? And then the left is always they've always full shit. They'll lie to every minority's face, be like, vote for us. We'll get you what you want. Like, okay. And then they're like, ha, ah, suckers. Fucking psych. <laughs> you know, and they don't fucking follow through what they say either. It's, it's, it's all a fucking scam. Is this one of the reasons why you probably dived into the comedy route only because you're trying to make people laugh in a world that is pretty divided? And it seems like laughter is one of the forms of best medicine, but it is also a time where people can actually sit next to each other and actually look at one person on stage and hear jokes and preferably not get upset by the things that you say i mean yeah that sounds like a great answer but the truth is no i just have uh i'm a fucking needy cunt and i i feel i need to be validated in life and i like to make people laugh and that's how i get validated (laughs) i just think we get to this point where you see a lot more people that just want to run with something or be angry at something and i'm like is it it's a lot of energy to be pissed off at something but i think it pisses me off more on a concept of i get pissed off at those people when they only tweet the wrong thing you know when i when the horse thing came out with the people on the border it looked like that dude was whipping those uh haitian people that were coming over here then they saw the back view of it and realized no he was actually reining in his horse and he had the dude's hand on his shirt but you see how the newspaper did it and it looks like they photoshopped or moved Mm -hmm. the the whip to look like it was whipping the guy and it doesn't fit right in the photo but a lot of people didn't even want to listen to the other narrative they said no i don't give a shit this is my truth and it's a lot of this this is my truth Mm -hmm. and it's like can we just be in the stance that there might not ever be a definitive truth on everything. There are possible realities, but everyone's realities are so skewed and different. I I think this is all a concept of how long we've been. We're in a world right now, and this is my big thing probably if I am libertarian, is that we're in a system that is set up to fuck and ruin you because all they care about is money. They don't care about you. Nobody, these giant media corporations care about the clickbait. They care about the views. And if that means spreading a fake lie and then printing a retraction later, they got their money from you already. They got your view. Dude, they do as they're told by their fucking handlers in government. That's what they do. How do we fix it? Who do I got to kill? Yeah, you got to booze, dude. We got to booze. We got to booze out. Get to the boog. Would the purge work? No, it was government run. Can we just have like a, a freedom purge? Yeah, it's called anarchy, which I'm full for. So it's- <laughs> you want chaos, don't you? No. Okay. No, anarchy is not chaos. It's not true. See, that's that's another myth that people think because they go, "Well, I'm an anarcho capitalist," which means I think what we have now is crony capitalism, which is not capitalism. Take right? all the guns. Yes, take, take all the guns. Every single pro- one. Uh, get all the businesses to government. Yes. <laughs> Tax everybody at 100. percent Work for the work for the better work for the uh, better event of your. I think man. pot should be criminalized even 100%. more. I think you even need more. to be put to death if you smoke pot. Yes, death I think penalty right away. <laughs> we can let you off easy if it's bath salts. Heroin's fine, but no weed. I do get upset though when I find out that Biden actually lessened the sentence on cocaine, but then raised it on crack, and it's like they're technically the same thing. But then it comes out a year later that his son was caught with all that cocaine and that, yeah, yeah. all that type of shit. And I'm like, you did that fucking on purpose because you knew that Dude, he was hiding something. The 94 crime bill, which was co-written by Biden, pretty much co- run by Biden, was one of the worst things to happen to black people since slavery. I'm not even not, not even kidding. Like the the inproportionate amount of punishment put on the black community from his crime bill and the time spent in jail from his crime bill 
is modern day slavery for real. And it's fine. Apparently no one, no one really gives a fuck. Did you see what the new Pfizer C or the Pfizer CEO said recently? I think it was, it was this morning or last night. Well, probably, probably wasn't. I'm a lying cunt. So what, what, what is No, that? he talked about how, and I actually just talked to someone the other day about this. Cause I, he was asking me my buddy who I want to get on your show. Cause I think you'd be perfect for it. But he, he told me, he goes, you know how much Pfizer's making a day off this fucking money? He goes like 20 something, $6 million off, what money? off of uh, the vaccine. Uh, they're making like a large sum of profit uh, a day, basically. Like I think it's like two hundred and sixty million or something like that. They're making a day from doing. I mean, let me look this up real quick. Yeah, it's well, dude. I especially oh my my one of my other favorite things is uh, um what was it? What was it? What was it? Hold on. Oh yeah, most of the people who fact check for misinformation on these independent fact checkers on social media. You know, they're well, like fact funded- checkers, just another term for censorship. Yeah, I know. But, you know, they're like funded by like uh, 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 Big Pharma, most of them. Which, of course, they are. So it says Pfizer reaps hundreds of millions in profits from COVID vaccine. The company said its vaccine generated three point five billion in revenue in the first three months of this year. And that was on wow. May 4th, 2021. I don't know how much they make yearly. Probably billions. Well, it says right here, Pfizer makes 15 billion worth of COVID-19 vaccines in 2021 so far. Oh, so hold on. So just in vaccines, they made 15 billion. That's not counting all the other stuff they make. Well, they expect to earn between 59 billion and 61 billion up from 42 billion it made in 2020 with the exclusion of the vaccine. The company expects its sales to grow 6% in 2021. So sales of the vaccine are set to bring in a fourth of Pfizer's total revenue this year. That would be nearly as much as its three best-selling products combined. Some other funococcal vaccine, Prevnar, $6 billion a year, cancer drug, Ibrance, $5 billion, and blood thinner, Aliquius, $5 billion. The company is expecting profit margins for the vaccine to be 25 and 30%, which means profits from the vaccine could be around $4 billion. All Pfizer's costs and profits from the vaccine are split evenly with BioNTech and the biotech company to help develop the treatment. Now, the, the CEO that I was talking about said something just recently where he talked about, and this is now with all those profits and everything that he's making, my buddy was mentioning this to me before. He was like, they're making like 200 something million a day or 260 something thousand a day or something like that. And that adds up to a couple billion a year, um, a large amount of money. Um, But yeah, this just happened a day ago. So he says that in a matter of days, Pfizer CEO says they'll be ready to ask for approval for COVID-19 for kids or COVID-19 vaccination for kids. But he also talked about it wouldn't just be a year. It wouldn't be like a one another booster shot. It would be something you have to do like one shot every three years and keep it going. And he also said it's never going to end. And I'm like, it's my a dick. fucking profit thing. Fuck my dick. Like, what are we fucking talking about? Dude, it's never going to end. Smallpox is eradicated, but this 99.8% survival rate virus is a lifetime. Oh, uh, you can't shot. say that, bro. Yes, I can. That's a fucking stat. No, I got YouTube's going to take us down for that. They're not. It's a stat. There's a stat of spreading too. And you can't say that shit either. Yeah, I think you can, if it's an actual stat that they put out themselves. I think you can. I'm telling you, I got a video flagged and I'm 100% sure you can't. That's crazy. Why is my dog barking? Hold on, I'm looking up the... Um... Uh, yeah, but I... 
Pfizer CEO predicts normal life in a year, but he says that you'll have to remain getting a booster shot every three years. Suck my dick. Some, some never... less for others, depending on what you're. I'll, I'll legitimately die on this hill. So that's fine. But don't you just think that's a little bit like a profit thing? Like it's, it's never uh, going to end. Hey, Robbie. Yeah, man. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a doom and gloom. It's like when. Of course I do. Here's my thing with Fauci is like, I think that when he was the main God that everyone looked to during this pandemic or most did like there I were never once did. I, know, I thought he was evil I, the whole time I, Go did, on. I did too just like Dan Crenshaw I'm like that's an evil motherfucker yeah I agree he's a piece of shit too but there were literally like videos that you could see of people that were like driving by other people's houses who had a Fauci I prayed a Fauci at night before yeah so so you know how the oh shit so you know how the right usually they're they actually have a god's religion and the left usually mocks religion like you guys are fucking stupid the government in, in Fauci is their religion. And I would I, I'll believe the rights version before I believe the last version of the religion. Honestly, well, if this video is going to be taken down anyway for the things we've already said, I might as well just, <laughs> it's not. I might as well just go all fucking in. And it is not going to take a topic. It's not going to get taken down. I said no lies. No lies detected on this podcast. So the the, the intercept, I don't like how this angle it makes me look fat. Well, but stop leaning not. back so far. I would like to speak up to you. I'm all up front of the camera and you're all in the back. I just, well, my back hurts and this is a shitty chair my wife got for herself. So leaked documents from a scuttled research grant proposal calling for collaboration between labs in Wuhan and the U.S. military raising concerns about the dangerous nature of the experiments on coronavirus possibly conducted prior to the start of the pandemic. On September 21st, Drastic Research, an international network of scientists investigating the origins of the pandemic, exposed a grant proposal presented to the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency by U.S.-based research organizations. EcoHealth Alliance and headed by British zoologist Peter Daszak. The documents, which were leaked by an anonymous whistleblower, detail a U.S. 14 million proposal dubbed Project Diffuse that sought to identify the spillover risk of coronavirus to U.S. warfighters, but was ultimately rejected due to potential gain of function research elements. The proposal for the U.S. 14 million grant titled Diffuse um, diffusing the threat of bat-borne coronaviruses was a sub was submitted in 2018 and would have run from that year until 2022. EHA was requesting $14,209,245 in funding and would have allocated $1,182,877 to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which much of the rest sub subcontracted to the University of North Carolina National University, Singapore Uni United States Geological Survey, Wildlife Health Center, and Palo Alto Research Center. Among the controversial proposed experiments presented in the application were the creation of bat coronaviruses chimeras that would contain human-specific furin cleavage sites, the introduction of these viruses into humanized and batified mice, and a gradiose plan to vaccinate wild bats in caves against coronaviruses. The mention of inserting FCS is significant because scientists consider the presence of these on the spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 to be one of the reasons why the virus is able to easily infect humans. Within the beta coronaviruses of saber Corvus lineage B, the polybasic furin cleavage site is unique to SARS-CoV-2, according to news medical life scientists. Scientists who favor the lab leak hypothesis point to the unusual presence of the FCS as an indication of manipulation in a laboratory. 
So they were, they were injecting humanized mice into it, like mice with human Mm -hmm. cleavage tissue or mice with human tissue. And they were injecting to it to see the spread of it because it's not infecting a human, you're infecting a mice and that's okay. And these documents have been leaked 500 documents on the intercept through a freedom of information act, which everyone has already been saying is coming from there, but now you couldn't say it came from there. Now I think you can, now everyone's kind of looking at it more. It's being, that was on, um, the intercepts website. But if I go back and I actually had a guest who I talked about this said, said it was a conspiracy. He looked it up. It's on Newsweek. It's on New York post. It's on daily mail. It's on deadline. It's on Yahoo news. It's on CNN. It's on the Hill. It's on Fox. There's a fucking lot of people talking about this. So I'm wondering with all those people that said it was a conspiracy are going to start saying, Hey, maybe it might not be. And I think my whole issue was, I don't like the fact that you're blinding evidence all on the basis of just what your political viewpoint might be. You know, there are people that have their feet in the sand that are subjective to not wanting to change their opinion. They call for change, but they don't want to change their thoughts on something. So they'll be more than happy to die on the wrong thing. I'm more than happy to change my opinion. If they say it didn't come from that, there is proof that it didn't, but how does a WHO dig up and do an exclusive report authorized by the president and it comes up inconclusive where I have military friends that never talk shit on the military, never talk shit on Biden, no matter what happens. And they go, isn't that weird how it came up inconclusive? I'm like, are you fucking mocking me? Are you agreeing with me? And they're like, no, I'm agreeing with you. I think this is one thing where it's like, I definitely did. Dude, the media and the left called Ivermectin a horse dewormer and they wanted Joe Rogan to die. That one, no, they made his face look yellow in that video. I saw the original clip and the one they played CNN and MSNBC. That's why he threatened seeing suing CNN. And then Howard Stern talks shit on Joe Rogan because he teamed up with CNN. He's a sellout. He got fucking paid. By the way, I was never a Stern guy. I was always an ONA guy fucking from birth. Fuck Stern. I always fuck Stern. I never found him funny. Never. I'm, I'm there with you. I, I, I understand what he did. He's he trying to get back a, in the eyes of the public because Joe no, Rogan no, has a spotlight. I mean, I mean, well, yeah, but he's, he'll never. I mean, like, I, he's like the Beatles to me. Like, I understand, like, what he did for, like, radio and podcasting and stuff. But, like, I he he's not funny. I, I don't really like the Beatles, but I understand what he did for music. He looks like a failed member of Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a fucking shitty fucking Muppet, dude. He was like a failed big bird, uh, Howard Stern. Fuck him. But do you do you know why I, I liked I like talking about this all this with you? And I don't like the fear of YouTube taking it down or some type of censor thing taking it down. I think these are things that it should be out there, should be talked about. I just read you and I thought I did pretty fucking well without stuttering or stopping a lot of those things that I was reading. Come on, give me some credit on yeah, that. Yeah, it was shit. good. But That was articles that are written, and I'm not saying – I'm not even agreeing with those things. I'm just reading what has been written and is on multiple sites that you can look at for yourself. It's not misinformation, but I don't think keeping the public in the eyes or keeping them quiet or silent in anything or keeping them unknown or just pushed off to the side like a toddler on any information. There's a bunch of articles saying that the earth is flat. I want to read them, and I want to talk about them, and I want to understand them. doesn't necessarily – it's going to change my viewpoint, so why should mine change your viewpoint, or why should it change anybody's viewpoint? You should be deciding this information out for yourself and doing the research for yourself or looking up the information for yourself, but a company that chooses – to censor you because their algorithm might be fucked up and you know you have an issue with your algorithm where now the governor is trying to pass a bill to stop you from doing this type of shit, you should start looking at your business a little bit more effectively and realize if you're a person in power, 
I don't think the president or Biden, anybody, Trump, any, I don't think they're necessarily evil people. I think they get into a system and sadly, you got to play ball with the fucking system or they'll cut you out, man. Same thing with Jim yeah. Brewer. Jim Brewer did not play ball with the system when he spoke out about against all these vaccine mandates and shit. He said it was against all this type of stuff. He did come off a little bit crazy, but that's kind of Jim Brewer's personality. So on TV, it doesn't look well when you're paired up next to fucking Tucker Carlson and he's just sitting there all plain blob face like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jim Brewer's going all fucking nuts and going about the corporate elite and all that it doesn't fit well. It's like if you sit Alex Jones next to anybody who's on a broadcasting thing, who's an actual broadcaster and cares how they look to people, you're having a crazy person jump up and down and scream back and forth. I think if you actually dig down deep in the Disney conspiracy, my buddy made this one up and now I'm seeing it everywhere. Now everyone's talking about the Disney conspiracy theory. You type in 19. My buddy told me this, this is the video that got flagged off YouTube. He goes, his name's Brandon the Skeptic. Shout out to him. But he created this conspiracy, and then I see it on a Snapchat story a month later. I'm like, bro, someone's listening to my fucking shit and not giving me credit. But um, Brandon goes, when you type in 1984, what do you get? Uh, I'm sure it's probably not Orwell. Orwell. It's Wonder Woman 1984. Okay, oh, that's the algorithm right now. What do you type in when you type in uh, Endgame? I'm assuming Avengers. You know what you used to get? What? what yeah, but Alex the- Jones documentary Endgame. You know what happens when you type in Frozen? Now, for a lot of older people will know this, but a lot of younger people probably be- froze himself. You get frozen. Yeah, that. But you know what you get now? You get fucking Olaf. You know what happens if you type in Walt Disney's head frozen? You get the fucking frozen dude, this Olaf dude taking his head off on the front of the cover thing. Because it. And now the conspiracy theory is, which my buddy made up in the first place. Now everybody's talking about it. Now you can look this up for yourself. Is that Disney might be blocking a lot of the types of things by just covering it up with something that's going to get a lot more popular and getting a bunch more views every year, Disney and Marvel's production and their ratings go up and up and up more people see every single Marvel movie than the one before they're bumping up the algorithm, every block, but every movie they make becomes the new blockbuster becomes the top blockbuster because everyone loves their movies. Wonder Woman's not Disney though, but go on. Okay. But isn't it Marvel? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Warner brothers, DC Warner brothers. Yeah. I feel like they're all the same fucking people, man. How dare you? What's a better way to get a bunch of people like fucking getting this competitive left and right side is if you own both of them, but you have two separate people make two different types of things. You own well, them both. You, You're getting you, ranking you in the money. Those charts where like four companies own like every fucking company on the planet. That's what I'm saying. It's Disney yeah. and Marvel. It's just easy to do. Disney's it one way. of them that owns most things. It's like Disney. It used to be Fox, but. Disney owns Disney owns. I bet you they own everything because in that Yaomi Park interview, she goes, she starts talking about something when it comes to like um, some type of like government access or some type of thing. And she goes, yeah, but they paid that off. And then you couldn't get this video made. And they go, what do you mean you couldn't get that video made? If this is like a story about exposing a lot of this stuff, she goes, well, Disney didn't want it made. They bought the rights to it and didn't want it made. And right. I was like, why is Disney blocking that type of thing? I'll have to look back into that. But she talked about Disney. I can try and look that up, too. But I'm starting to think that, like, maybe I'm more believe there's Illuminati than anything. Well, but. here's the thing: even Illuminati, whatever. It's it's. I just consider it all deep state. Like I don't think there's one organization necessarily running the show. I think it's just a bunch of whatever you want to envision the deep state as as being. Uh, also, Biden actually is evil though. So <laughs> to go Who's back evil? to your Biden thing, Biden. 
No, I said he actually is uh, evil, though. I know you said, like, oh, the president might just get into it. I'm like, no, nah, I think if you're in that position, you're not a good dude. How? But Biden's our president. You can't say he's evil. <laughs> no, of course. Disney wouldn't like that. He's doing everything that we possibly can. Also, to- uh, my favorites were all the people when Trump talked about the virus, a vaccine. People were like, I'll never take that Trump vaccine. And then, like, four months later, they're like, put that yeah. shit in my blood. It's like, they're all taking fuck. it. You fucking losers. It was all because of Trump said it, but Biden says it's okay, you fucking idiots. If there is an Illuminati, who do you think is the leader of it? I, I no one you ever know. I think that that's what I'm saying. I think the true people running the show are families' names you've never heard of. It's not it's like the Rockefellers, yes, like they're involved and they're important and they're big players. But I don't even think it's them. Like the like the Carnegie's, the Rockefellers, the Kennedys, all these fucking names, all, uh, you know, apparently, apparently there's like this family in Italy that again, you don't know the name cause they're, they want it that way, but they apparently like run like most shit. That's what like, I've heard. Like the Royal family, but they're like kind of a figurehead too. I think, um, there's a lot of inner workings that are just somehow connected together that I feel like a lot of this stuff is that we like the content they produce. So we don't mind what they do in the backdrop. Like how many people like will go, yeah, but he does this. It's like, yeah, but did you see all the other shit he did? It's like, "Ah, I'm not really worried about that. He did this great thing for all of us. And it's like, well, that's kind of how this type of thing starts. I mean, the reason why the people in North Korea don't defect or or a lot of them don't know the situation that they're living in is because they don't know anything different. You know, you start to realize like America has this and she even talked about Yomi Park talked about how America has this great freedom of speech, but there's so much divisiveness and protesting where it is like self-censorship among people. People are the ones that are creating the acts and literally getting them to fight over each other. So you never have an issue with their government over there. People just know what their government's like. That's my point. That's why this is in a way worse because it's the people fighting, not the government. And essentially, no public. Um public censorship is also kind of worse than government censorship too, in a way, because it's scarier. The fact that you and I might be scared to go out in public and say what we're saying because of a fear of physical violence. When I know if I go out and sit in the street, I won't get beat up by the cops or the military, but like I might get into a fight with like some other dude who's, you know, just like, I don't agree with you. And news told me to hate you. Like that's scary. Like that's and that's a great job, government. You, you did, you did, you did what you yeah wanted to do. You divided us. Good job, smart. You know, it's like, congrats. Do you think that it's more of a crime to influence thought in people that necessarily they might not have the thought in their head in the first place? Like inception, <laughs> kind of like that. But how many times do you walk by someone and you just see what they're wearing and assume that they're doing something, or they're, they assume they're this point of view or this side of thing because that's might what you have seen on a video, and that necessarily yeah, might video, not even be environmental, of course. So also, I, oh, oh, before I forget to go back to some of you sort of brought about role models before, I the, think that's an interesting thing of why Gen Z is trash mostly, and they don't have role models. It's because they're the generation to, for some reason, put everybody on a pedestal. And if you did anything that they view wrong, you're a piece of shit. So, like, let's say Until they're here. I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have an exact example to give right now because I just kind of it's off the top of my head. But like, let's say there's a actor out there who 
I don't know, does a lot of charity work, legitimately a good guy, right? All this shit. But let's say he cheated on his wife and it came out. Paul Rudd. They'll just tear that guy. I'm not saying he was right for what he did. I'm just saying they'll tear that. Gen Z will just be like, oh, everything's invalid now because of this thing that really didn't hurt anybody but you and your wife. You know what I'm saying? Like you. So are we talking about Johnny Depp? No, fuck Amber Heard. She's hot, but you know. But Johnny Depp's career is basically real, and I've seen articles posted about him all the time talking about how he's now like begging for money. He's trying to get well. That's that he's always been that way, though. If you ever like like heard Johnny Depp stories, like he's a crazy like he's been spending like like all the time. He's like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he owns like forty six houses. Yeah, yeah. It's like Nicolas Cage bought a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. I wasn't real. But there's some people that somehow have like lost success, but then they've come, they've become established forever in society, which is characters like Brendan Fraser. Cause I think they're just generously yeah. good guys. Like Paul Rudd's a good fucking guy. But that's the thing is like, if something came out about him, that wasn't like, bad, you know, that wasn't like, I mean like criminal or anything terrible, but just like how, you know, again, I'm talking about like the younger generation, like gen, the Gen Z. Generation. We're in a goddamn world. where fucking uh, the, my pillow guys, a Trumper, man. What are we talking about? This is more of a simulation than but anything. Again, I think he was more of a anti-lockdown pro business guy than it was a Trump guy. But like, but like he obviously knew, well, the right's going to accept me more than the fucking left. I don't know. I just that's a weird fucking whenever someone says my pillow, I'm like, I don't want that. I remember when that guy made the my buddy on Shark Tank and they were like, no, you're weirdo. You're, do you remember that? There's a lot of people that have been on Shark Tank that have become successful after they were denied. The my buddy was creepy, though. It was like a, it kind of looked like a, a Mr. Meeseeks almost <laughs> body pillow for real. Yeah, it's a blue. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Creepy as fuck. But it's a it's a weird time because I think like gifts, memes, all these types of things are ways to be established now forever, like solidified. And I think that's just the age of the internet. But when it comes to influencers, influencers are people that I'll, especially this newer generation puts up on a pedestal as a role model, but I don't think they necessarily understand. Like, I think I heard someone say this where they said like, Oh, well, actors, they'll pay for tax breaks. They'll donate to charities. That money just gets donated to charity. It's like, yeah, but you never see, you know, somebody donate more than whatever their tax thing is. They always yeah. just do what their so, taxes fun is. fact, fun fact. I learned the hard way <laughs> about that. Um, I thought the same thing. Like you just donate a few grand or whatever, and then you get not all of it back, but like a chunk. Uh, I donated because um, anti-lockdown and all that shit. So like I, I, do, I felt bad for all these, uh, the restaurants. I felt terrible. I donated... A, a nice chunk of change the barstool fund twice and then i went to do my taxes and i was like hey got this for you right what am i getting back and he goes oh uh 300 i was like oh for each he's like nah just 300 total how much did you donate like two grand and you only get 300 back yeah so what he told me He's like, so how is this? I was like, what millionaires do? He's like, you're not a millionaire. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's so fucked. He was like, he's like, they millionaires. He's like, they do it. Like they line their shit differently. It's this whole way to do it on a tax bracket and tax code. He's like, you, a normal idiot. He's like, no, you're just all capped at $300 no matter what. So I will be donating $300 a year <laughs> for here on out. Yeah. Taxes is just this weird thing though, where like taxes are like, they'll go after someone for $10. But when it comes to someone who's might be like four grand or 10 grand, it's if they have a lot of money, they won't really go after them because that person can outlast longer than the 
tax company. No, I mean, I said this time and time again. Again, taxation is legitimately theft. It's it's taking out of your salary that you work for that doesn't go to it. This is why people, it just really pisses me the fuck off. And this is like something I really, I do get pissed about because again, people are like, you don't care about the roads, which again, joke, but like, you don't care about public schools. You don't care about, it. it's like, oh, um, your tax dollars went to that drone missile that bombed that fucking child. No, it didn't. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you. It doesn't go to the roads. It goes to war and it goes to tanks to blow up fucking innocent brown children overseas because fuck them. Then it's not here. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe you. My tax money goes to a rusty swing set that my kid can swing on whenever he gets sad. Yeah. And then (laughs) they take that, use that scrap into a missile (laughs) to put on a fucking predator drone to fucking fling into a fucking car full of children. I'm starting to think more like with the JFK thing and with everything that's going on, I think they found a way to perfect the formula of brainwashing or manipulation and somehow slipped it into this world that we live in. And now we're all like, well, why, why, when I say soda, most people think Coke or Pepsi, well, they captured the market and that's all the advertisements that you saw when they were kids. So now there's a whole generation uh, regional, sir. Okay. Well, do you say soda or pop? No, I say soda. Cause I'm, I'm also Northeastern trash like you. At least we're both trash. <laughs> we're all just dust in the wind um but i think it's a the advertising especially if you watch a lot of tv when you're a kid you're technically kind of like brainwashed a lot of, of it too and i think they just found a way to capture and manipulate our fucking minds on a lot of things now you know what i mean like when i say the word piracy or pirates most older people think oh yeah pirates like are well piracy and pirates now if you're under 20 or if you're under 30 is like downloading movies onto your computer or finding... i think of three things i think of that i think of pirates i also think of somalian pirates i think of all three of those things yeah the volunteer firefighters of somalia which are yeah the volunteer firefighters of somalia are they're supposed to be um they're not they're not pirates that's what they call them they're called volunteer fire department that's from uh people coming down there and fishing uh giant government corporations fishing up all their fish to the point where they had to start hijacking these boats and destroying them and becoming these outlaws that we see like with uh tom hanks in that film oh no no, no. I, i'm not against or i'm just saying that's what i think about <laughs> when i uh when i hear pirates when is it going to get to a point where i can take a rock and throw it at my neighbor and take his house so there's a <laughs> No, no. So if you want to get like triggered something and yeah, you're like, fuck. You did. You, you, I just talked about this on, on my podcast, Porcupine. Go check it out. Uh, I had on a Jose Galasano. When am I going to be on? Soon, actually, probably. Okay. Probably um, he goes, no, probably. That usually means never. No, because I have so many guests like booked out for this yeah, show. Yeah, you got Sam Tripoli on there. That was, yeah, but that was like. One in a million. It was through a friend. Okay. It was through another comic friend. Honestly. I got you through a friend, and now we became friends. Yes, we became friends. Yeah, but he won't. If I DM'd him right now, he probably won't answer me. What's my nickname? <laughs> if I was like, yo, Sam, what's up? He'd probably be like, fuck. What's my nickname? What's your nickname? You called me something every single time we talk. Brother Bear? Yeah. Yeah. Is that uh, mine exclusive, or you whore no, that around everybody? Damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Oh, yeah. So there you said throw a rock and take your neighbor's head. So uh, I had Jose Gallison on my podcast and he's a libertarian, but he doesn't subscribe to like uh, the, the party itself because it's a joke. And he's right. The party is a joke. And like he just he, 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 just, he does like, like egoism and all this stuff. And like not to get an agorism, not to get into all that. But like there's a philosophy out there from this guy Sterner from the 1880s, I believe, or maybe early 1900s. Mm. 
Uh, I'm not, he's kind of a commie, this guy Sterner, but he has a point of like, his philosophy is like, well, what's stopping what's property. It's like, it's, it's like his, so this, I don't agree with this, by the way, cause it's commie shit, but like his idea kind of is like, property is only defined by you holding it. True. So if you could take it from somebody, it's yours now. And on my ass, it says made in China. <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of a sterner philosophy. It's kind of one of his, it's like, just no, just do it. Cause you want to do it. Who gives a shit? If you could do it, then do it. Like that's like a, yeah, you know, but again, that violates all other things I don't believe in. But that is a type of very left-leaning libertarian philosophy, which is more commie than anything else. Well, I, I bring it back to the beginning of what you're talking about, um, which was I think if you start acting or creating this idea that it's everywhere, you start seeing it everywhere. It's kind of like when, I, when you get a car, for instance, whenever, whatever car you get, you see more of that car all around. It's because your yeah. brain is now like, this is my car. So whenever you go to your parking lot, you walk outside, you just look for your car. That's yeah. your brain now subliminally does that all the Dude, time. When because I, when I was car. thought I was going to buy a Jeep, I was looking into getting a Jeep. I saw Jeeps everywhere. everywhere. You notice it more. I mean, they're, uh, they are everywhere. Let's be honest. But like, I mean, when I was really looking for my Jeep, I was like, uh, by the way, I, I got, I'm getting a Bronco. I even got a Jeep. But like when I was looking for the Jeep, I was like, fuck, I see Jeeps everywhere. So when I think you start looking at all these types of issues that we deal with in society, it highlights that it's there because now your brain's more focused on looking for those types of things, which is necessarily not a bad thing, but it also can be done in the wrong manner. And I think it's kind of like when um, history, the first books that were created besides religious texts were books about witches, then not even what a couple years later, you started seeing people that were burning people that could possibly potentially be witches. And eventually actually, no, 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 no one's ever burned for being a witch. It's actually not true. They were actually drowned. They were okay. Drowned, but there were yeah. people that would literally just, maybe you had a fight with your wife. Well, she's a witch and then they would drown her. Yeah. So I oh, think bring that's it back, what's I say, bring it back. I mean, that'd be great. I'd be like, well, it's happening now. It's happening now is the point is that anybody can be labeled a racist or anybody can be yeah. labeled these types of things. And I think we're coming towards a little bit of a pushback to it where people are not going to take that shit anymore. And I think that's where it gets more violent. And then it's hard to rationalize that you're not this type of thing when you become so aggressive or so violent. And I think Dude, that's your best thing is that when someone calls you a racist, be like, okay, cool, 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 but real quick. And then you would just, you would dismiss it, but you would do it in such a way where it's like, hang on, we're going to put a pin in it and come back to it. You never fucking come back to it. And right. it shuts down their argument. It. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, again, I just don't address it because it's not worth it. Well, as soon as you start like, backpedaling when someone calls you racist, you look well, racist. So they put it puts you in a box. That's why it's that's why it's a great tool to use against somebody, right? If you're trying to be a piece of shit, <laughs> like because you go, you're a racist, and then you have two options. You go, no, I'm not, and then you're immediately defending yourself, which makes you sound like a racist anyway. Now they're on and, the attacker, and the initial point's gone now, right? Whatever you're arguing about's gone now. Now you're just defending yourself, or two. You're like, okay. And then they're like, well, now you never defended these shows. You're racist. So it's like, either way, you kind of lose out. So the best way to do it is go, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'll talk about this stuff. Whatever we're talking about, you know, whatever what we're talking about. I'm not even a Trump fan, but I had a guest one time long way back. I think the one I sent you, I told you you're going to get a crack out of this one. The mm -hmm. one that said that comedy could never punch down. It should always just punch up. Right. And I told you why that's stupid as fuck. Yeah. Well, they also said you didn't, you never denounced Trump. Like I never did. No, no. When I was talking to them, they said that oh. Trump got brought in. And I, I think it was just this type of thing. Like we live in this crazy ass Trump world or something like this. Cause I think this is the time before Biden was president as Trump was president. And right. she goes, but you never denounced them. 
And I was like, what? I'm not going to, I'm not fucking for them, but why do I have to go back and address that thing? Is like, cause you never, we can't move past if you've never addressed no, this. So, bullshit. Like, so th- the there's fuck- also that thing and like, uh, the fucking Massachusetts LP libertarian party just tweeted this out. Cause they're trapped. Whoever runs that account needs to go. Uh, they were like, I think it was them or it's not enough to be racist. You have to be anti-racist. I go, that's fucking stupid. No, it's actually, I don't, I could just be not racist. Thanks. I don't have to say shit by me not hating other people is enough. I don't have to go out on a mic and be like, excuse me. Uh, I think uh, it's not, I think black people are cool and you shouldn't be like, that's fucking pandering garbage. I show up by not being racist. That's how I show it. I'm also conflicted too, because I was listening to another Joe Rogan episode and he was talking about transgender thing. And he goes, I know we probably don't have the right to even talk about this. And I'm like, I don't like that either. I think you're supposed to talk about every single topic, but I think there's obviously some people that it affects more. So it doesn't mean you get this say all pass of what you talk about, but to ban a certain topic or to stigmatize a certain topic is only making it never talked about and never getting fixed or never getting uh, more information known about it. I think if you can rationalize or empathize or understand a person's perspective from it, you get to learn a little bit more about it. I've had a transgender person on the podcast uh, around like my beginning episodes when I was doing these in person, they got the top surgery. They got all that type of stuff. And it was actually one of the people I could relate to the most because I'm body dysmorphic. So not being able to look into a mirror and like what you see is something I'm, I know about or feel uncomfortable in your own skin. I know what that feels like. I think a lot of people can rationalize that much like if you wear a shirt that's too tight, you can feel your stomach or whatever. It's upsetting, but that's something you can rationalize with them, which only expands the conversation to understand their perspective and their viewpoint more. But when someone goes, well, I don't even have the right to talk about this. Like us even talk about racial stuff. People go, well, you're white. It's like, hang on a fucking second. Like you can't just discern that you can't just do that. Thoughts are thoughts and they have rational points to all of them, but it's about understanding someone's perspective and reality. I'm not down for shutting down speech, especially if it's on the basis of ethnicity or any types of things. Now there are some that it affects more than others, a hundred percent, but I think that words are supposed to be talked about. These debates aren't supposed to be debates. They're supposed to be conversational tools to help understand each other's brain. That's why I like the one-on-one shit. I hate doing doubles and all this type of shit. I want it just to be a free flow, natural, whatever comes to your mind, whatever this topic of this podcast episode is is because we willed it in here it was in our thoughts it's something that we always think about or something that gets brought to this point it's something we're probably harboring on at the time this was recorded and i think that's important to highlight is that you can't take away any speech sadly it all goes back to free speech i'm I not agree, happy because here, here's here, here's the truth in day words are just words at the end of the day and yeah they could be hurtful but that doesn't really matter it's just words but they I, I don't like it when some people get to choose that it you're a certain type of thing on the basis of the words that you say, or someone will use other words that are actually more harmful, but they'll say that you can't say those. Like they no, have the power keys. Well, I'm I like, saw, I mean, again, because it's public perception, right? Like I saw a pretty interesting video the other day, and I don't know what it was from. It was like some sort of news panel, and there was a white guy on it and a black guy on it, a few other people. But the white guy's like, Well, how come I can't, you know, we can't say the N word, but like he's like, you know, rappers could rap it. And the black guy's like, Say it. He's like, well, I don't want to say. He's like, no, it sounds like you do. He's like, say it right now. He's like, no one's stopping you. Say it. He's like, why won't you say it? And then the video ended. But it's like, I know the point where it's going is like, he's saying, he's like, there's no losses. You can't say the word. But, you know, he's like, if you do say this word, you might take a fucking beating. But that's okay because that's how language works. There's consequences to your actions, right? So, like, I, there shouldn't be 
any legal ramifications for what you say. There shouldn't be any like job ramifications for what you say. But we're dudes, you and I. So this is the dude thing that we can relate to where my wife could say whatever the fuck she wants to most people because she's a chick and no one's going to hit her. Right? You're usually not going to hit a woman. I don't mean to me. I mean, it's like the pop. Like, she doesn't do this, but I'm saying if my wife wanted to one day, I like, say we're in a store and she wanted to spout off to a stranger because she, she, like a, a dude cut her off, she probably could because she has no consequence. It's like the Bill Burr joke, right? She has no consequence to getting fucking hit. You and I know, though, as men, Get if I spout my fucking mouth off to a guy, there's a good chance that guy might try to fuck me up. Right? So now take extrapolate that out to just saying the N-word or saying whatever. He's like, yeah, I could say it. But I know a black guy or someone else, might, even one of the white guys might, might not like what I say and might fucking try to hit me, which that's a consequence I have to take. Right? Now, again, I'm, I don't want to say it. But I'm just using it in this example of the video I saw. But, but that's how it should be, if anything. Hey, if you don't like what you say with somebody else and they want to fight you, okay, well, that's fine, I guess. I mean, you shouldn't because it's just words. But, like, you have to expect it is my point. But you can't hold that power when it comes to a fact of you can't – somebody can't talk about a certain thing so because no, I agree. that thing. I totally agree. I'm just saying, though, like, you, you, you have to understand – Again, I'm not, even, I'm not even saying I agree with the consequences. I'm just it's saying. It's Dave Chappelle's joke. If you have the right to keep it, then I have the right to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Because how many how many times does someone say, well, no, because you don't get a say because it's the woman's body. That's 100 percent right. true. But it's also if it's is it not part of that person as well, too? It's not a part of the mom and dad. It's better to get into the abortion topic. I think everyone has their own line of abortion. But I know I, I I'm not going to dive into it, but I think there's just this thing where it's so easy to dismiss somebody because it's not happening to them rather than just talking it out. I think there's valid points, especially when it comes to that. That is a factor of the a man and a woman that both develop these types of things. But to to say that someone's opinion doesn't matter. And I think that's with everything. I don't like that. I think everybody's opinion matters. Now, some has more like if you're talking about trans things, me and you have opinions on it. Sure. But it's not going to mean more coming from us than it would if it came from a person who is transgender, who does suffer with something from like this. They have more impact to the things uh, they say. I, hold on. I guess it de- hold on. See, I guess it depends on the topic of tra- like what about trans you're talking not about. Sports, like, not sports. Not OK, well, there you go. But when it comes to like surgery, for instance. Sure. That's yeah, that's fair. Now, I've researched into this topic and people are like, well, I don't think a kid at four or five should be taking hormonal. Agreed. Things. That doesn't happen, though. That when it does happen is when they start hitting puberty, which is the issue that always gets usually brought up is the fact that some people hit puberty at different ages. The lowest that has ever been given to was a 12 year old who was at like six foot or something like that. I hey, looked into that's all this. still child abuse. I understand that. But the issue then becomes the factor of like the kid that sued his dad when he was 17 years old for not letting him transition or transgender. And now the dad went to jail. That's crazy. That's a fu- that happened in Canada, though. But that's a fucking, a fucking commie shithole. I'm but that's fucking Canada, that's dude. that's it. Every, you got to look at these countries. You got to look at that's a possibility over here as well, too, depending on where you go. With I know, it. but that's fucking but that's that's crazy shit. This is what I'm saying is this is why it is important for us to speak up about this stuff, because like, OK, going back to the whole uh, Sterner philosophy, right? Going back to that philosophy, it's like, well, uh, a, 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 a child is a parent's property. So if they want to give a child their child hormone blockers, it. 10, 12, well, then that's their right to. Well, that same philosophy says, well, if I think it's child abuse, I get to beat the shit out of that parent, but the consequences follow me. You see what I'm saying? 
Well, yeah, it's it's that it's that because I think what you're doing, if you do that, is child abuse, and you should be fucking killed because you're abusing your fucking kid. I think you should be, at least beat the shit out of something. The fact that you were doing this to children, and it's like, well, it's because of woke bullshit. Fuck you. How, know what they never want to talk about? How many fucking uh, people transition and then kill themselves because they go, ah, fuck, this is what I wanted. Yeah, transgenderregret.com is an actual website where people voice their opinions. Yeah, so shut the fuck up. Stop lying to these fucking kids. How about talk to them? I'm not Once you're 18, dude, go nuts. Cut it all the fuck off. Put it all the fuck on. I don't really give a fuck what you do. I really, I truly yeah. do not give a I shit. I think people can do whatever the fuck they want when they're adult. They can drink. They can do whatever the hell. They're going to have sex you want. if they want. Go wanna, crazy. Yeah, I, go crazy. If you're 15, 12, you should be fucking dragged outside and fucking shot into your fucking head for doing that to your I child. just think you don't understand who you are, and some people might feel like that. And if they still feel that way when they become 18, then exactly. go ahead and do it. Go nuts. Go crazy. Don't care. But okay. I think I think the issue is, is that if you're for that side, like I'm going to give my kid child block, whatever hormone blockers at the age of whatever they're hitting puberty. But then if you say no, everyone's against you. It's like, well, everyone only is with you because you're agreeing with it. And then when you don't side with their opinion, it's not like they right. really care. Anyway, cool. well, just, I care. I would actually care about my child's life. I'm going to I'm going to hold off on those blockers. Thanks. <laughs> it's like, it's that simple. like the abortion thing. It's like my, my position has changed over the years. I was never. I was do, you want to, do you want to talk about this topic? I'm just making sure. No, it's, not, it's not really talking about it. It's just a quick how I viewed it. Okay. Just, it's just more of a people aren't honest. We were sticking on the theme. You can't wait till the last minute. That's bullshit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. No, but I, my, there are my some people is, like it's it's about to be due tomorrow. I need it out. It's like, no, hang on a fucking second, buddy. Of course, dude. No, no, no. Uh, I'm talking about like uh, when I was I was always kind of pro choice, but to a limit. Where I was like, ah, this should be like a two month mark, and then like no after that, right? Yeah. As I got older, I'm kind of just against the idea of it now, totally. Because like, I, I, you are killing a human life. Like you are. Here's the part that gets me bummed out. Wait, even if it's like out. a bunch of cells that you can yeah, take out I with still a turkey baster, I still think it is. I, now, as I get older, I do, and I'm not religious, by the way. This isn't from a religious I know, standpoint. I know, but you know, this is like this is like the, the I think the trending times now. This is this has always commonly been a thing like in uh fast mountain Ridgemont high he goes you know my brother got one of those abortions and he was they, they joke about that in the movie because no, it was I, just I, so I normal back then the even but like it's like three weeks and like there's like fingernails and shit like it's fucking pretty quick dude like it's i don't know if it's, it's something quick but like i'll say i don't know dude i just i just first? think like there's adoptions available like i don't know there's other things you could do it's, it's yeah it's a it's a sketchy subject but, but my I think, point is my my my, my, my point i'm getting to is the hypocrisy of like remember like back in the 80s it was supposed to be like abortion the push for abortion to legalize it was like rare but safe or safe but rare whatever the fuck right as a point was like let's not celebrate this this is a fucking supposed to be a very serious thing now you go on tiktoks and I don't want to hear shit about telling people telling me I'm wrong. I fucked seen them. There's fucking these dumb woke lefty chicks who are like, I got my fifth abortion this year and I couldn't be happier. It's like, fuck this bit. It's like, and they're serious. It's not a joke. That's not, these are, these are real accounts. Yeah. And, and it's like, oh, I'm supposed to be like, go, you go queen. I'm supposed to feel, I'm supposed to celebrate this. You're murdering. You're murdering. You're a murderer. Yeah. You're a murderer. Sorry. So it's like I think yes, if you get raped, which by the way, this almost never happens. But like if you get raped, and not the rape, the rapes happen all the time. If you get pregnant from rape, yeah, I could 
hundred percent understand why you would have you would want an abortion. Yeah. Uh, it's just everything outside of that. There's uh, outside of rapes. You know, I mean, I see I'm more in the concept right now is like I want people to understand this doesn't just happen in the States. This happens fucking everywhere. And just what you just said, Yaomi Park talked about like that was a thing. What would happen is if you got pregnant in North Korea and the guy didn't want it, they would just throw you on the ground and kick the baby out of you. That's how that's yeah, a common that's not, thing they do over cool. there. That's not cool. But yeah. this is not like an issue that we only suffer over here. I think a lot of what happens is everyone thinks that America is this thing that needs change because it's the only country that's fucked up. And I'm like, no, everybody's got their own issues. And the mm-hmm. issue is, is that Americans are focused on their own fucking issues in their own country, not when it comes to their own personal lives. Everybody else wants to be involved in everybody else's right. fucking life. But every country is not focused on the issues right. that are happening in their country. They're focused on the issues that happen over here because we are on the main news source of entertainment or whatever the hell you want to call it. And it's always on the television. And there are some few people like I have a my buddy in Canada, Brian, who talks about a lot of the shit that goes on in fucking Canada that he's fucking upset with. And it's it's crazy. I mean, what vaccination rates are going well, we have over 50 something percent of people that are vaccinated, but yet the numbers still fucking keep climbing up. So I'm like, I'm, I'm wondering when people are going to wake the fuck up to like, hey, are you not paying attention to real shit? Or are you just on a side and you don't ever want to move from it? Exactly. America's not a bad place. It definitely needs some change, but every country has their issues and we need to start dealing with them instead of just pushing blame on someone else's side. You need to start fucking standing up and doing something about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy Josh Cybulski, uh, he's on the Porcupine a few episodes ago. Uh, shout out, Josh. Um, he's Canadian, hates it, and he has to come here for surgery because their healthcare system's so bad. It's terrible. Yeah, but people don't want to ever admit that either or understand. I'm like, no, it's great. Again, free healthcare. Yeah. Those countries, it's great for the, if you break your leg. And I don't mean like a serious break. Like you just break your leg, break your arm, break your, you go into the ER, like here's patched up. You're like, thanks, man. That's great. It's great for that. Anything outside of that, come here. Yeah. Cause you actually, cause like if you have, you know how people die of cancer in Canada cause they can't get a fucking appointment? Probably a lot. Like, like, like they have to, like, let's say you live in Toronto and you get, you, you find out you have cancer. You have to call a cancer place and they go, okay, cool. Well, we're only in Ottawa. Sorry, I know it's like a six-hour drive or whatever the fuck it is for you, but um, and you could come in October. Oh, I know it's January, but universal medicine. I, we're going to wrap it up here in a minute because we're headed up on the two-hour mark, but what I do want to highlight is a factor of every country has their issues. We're not subjected to just all the only country with all the issues in the world but you can't take the blame out and just always blame america you can't just blame other people you need to understand that you need to as people i do too we all do we need to be more understanding and a lot of other viewpoints and have more civil discussions to be able to address that that we're all we're all sided against each other in a way that we shouldn't be sided against each other. We should be sided against one thing. And that is to make sure that our government does not become this type of thing that ends up manipulating us in so many factors. And it happens so easily. It's like when I watch a kid and I tell him we're going to the store, I don't want to go to the store. Well, I'll get you something. And then we just fucking run with it. That's exactly what happens with our government and us. Uh, the, the true answer is secession. True. Peaceful secession, nonviolent, obviously, but like there's nothing in the constitution that says we can't secede from the government. They won't let us. That's what. Ha- that's the truth. So New Hampshire just put, introduced a bill 
into their legislature to secede from the United States. Every country is going to end up, I mean, not every country, every state's going to end up wanting to do its own thing. And if, if uh, it won't pass, but let's say it did, the federal government will send in the military to physically stop them. They won't let them peacefully leave. Do you hear how crazy that sounds? Yeah, because it's a ter- it's like if your arm decided to do its own thing, you're not going to be happy with it. Which off air, if you want to get into like <laughs> some I don't, shit, I don't. We'll get into some shit off air about about uh, the Civil War. That's some crazy shit. What the the Marvel movie? Yes, get it, <laughs> Disney. Um, <laughs> shout out to Brandon. That's his it's his conspiracy. But uh, Adam, where can people find you, man? We're we're wrapping uh, up on that two hour. Yeah, at Adam Nutter, all the stuff. Download Cult of Us. Download the Porcupine. They're fun. Well, one the cult of us is comedy, porcupines, libertarian stuff, and politics. And I'll keep that fun too. I try to be funny on that too. But come on, listen to those. Follow me on social media. And <laughs> come political out my, shits on my show. <laughs> <laughs> come on out to coming out to my shows, my stand up stuff, which I don't talk about politics at all. So uh, come on out. All my dates are out there. I got stuff coming up this Thursday, and I'll be in Virginia. I'll be in Texas. Come on out. Okay. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me as always. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) Thanks everybody for listening.